Welcome, my friends. Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, And today I'm going to talk about the 12 essential elements for successful integration from psychedelic and plant medicine experiences. Now, I think there's a lot that's been said around uh, psychedelics and plant medicines as it relates to the ecstasy, the ecstasies of the experience. But I don't think there's a requisite attention being paid to preparation. Uh, in other words, what you're doing before you enter into the ceremony or integration. In other words, how you apply and integrate the insights afforded through these incredibly exalted experiences such that it actually becomes a transformational tool in your life. And that it's not just something you did, not just some high you experienced, but actually you're applying some of these incredible insights. You know, it's been said that, for example, uh, with ayahuasca, in a proper ceremony, uh, you can receive the equivalent of 10 years of therapy in one night. Now, whether that's exactly true, it's not really important. What I think is true is there's very few tools that are accessible to us that can provide and afford the kind of insights that are available in a well-held space of this nature. And I've done other episodes on what I uh, perceive to be a well-held space. But let's just say if you're going for psychic surgery, which I think these types of experiences are the equivalent of, you want to make sure that you're going to someone who has incredibly in-depth experience. In other words, if I were going for surgery, I would go to the Harvard MD with 30 years of experience. If I'm going to do a plant medicine experience, I'm going to the Paget from Brazil that I have been referred to, have had multiple friends, have incredibly positive experiences. Someone that's been training their whole life ideally comes from an unbroken lineage that takes diets in the forest for months, if not years at a time, to prepare themselves spiritually to hold this kind of space. And they have the tools to know how to guide people through these kinds of experiences. This is not someone who went to Peru for a week and all of a sudden thinks that they can serve medicine. That is a definite no-go. But I go into that in other episodes. So for right now, I want to focus again on the 12 integral tools for successful integration post-medicine. The first tool is nature. What we often uh, discover, uh, or I, I should say remember, during uh, a plant medicine experience is that we are nature, that we are inherently interdependent and interconnected to the great mother of us all. And so when we're integrating these experiences, I think it's essential to spend quality time in nature. I personally feel like quality time in nature alone. So I've, I've scheduled, for example, I'm just returning from an experience. I've scheduled three hikes Now, these hikes are going to be with friends, but I'm also taking time to go to nature alone. These are a beautiful way, these hikes, to to be surrounded by the trees, to reconnect with the wind, to visit with the water uh, in, in the form of a river or an ocean or a lake, and just be reminded of the majesty of the natural world. Nature is the cathedral of the wild. And what we know from our experience with the master plants is that they are profound teachers. And so if, like me, you live in a city, um, 
you know, we're besieged by a lot of different energies. I think the other piece that is essential to this is being very mindful of the types of people you're around because everyone has their own sort of frequency. Um, also the kind of content you consume, you don't want to be watching a lot of violent films or too stimulating, uh, of, of a content that can take you out of the experience. So number one is, is nature and reconnecting to the natural world. Number two is water. Um, and this is an accentuation of, of step one, but I think water can be incredibly powerful for a variety of reasons. One, you should be drinking a lot of water, uh, and, and I go into this a little bit later, but um, you also want to be bathing, ideally doing salt water baths. You can get some great Epsom salts, uh, or if you, like me, live by the ocean, going for ocean dips, um, going in the river, anything that can help cleanse your system, that hydrates you, helps clear the cords, spiritual cords, energetic cords uh, that you may have picked up. Uh, during ceremony, these kinds of things are are really, really potent and powerful to bring you back to to center, bring you back to yourself. Number three are walks. So I like to start the day by getting uh, light in my eyes early, and I take a walk, ideally early enough to where there's not a lot of people around, and I, I it's it's an important process to ground. Ideally. If you can take your shoes off and go and put your feet on the grass or on, in some kind of a green space or at the beach, that's fantastic. That's exactly what you're looking for. So, so walking helps us to actually physically integrate. It's also a great time to think and to process some of the experiences that we've gone through. And it's a really beautiful way to, to make some of these reflections real and to integrate them in, in body. Um, in addition, yoga is phenomenal. I love yoga because it's so centering for me of the nervous system. It's so calming. I'm opening my body. I'm breathing intentionally. Breath work is a great uh, additive. Meditation, a great additive. But yoga in particular, I, I, I did, for example, a hot vinyasa class today. I like the heat because it, I'm, I'm sweating out. Again, I'm kind of... I'm continuing to purge energies that don't serve me, release toxins, and, and allow for movement, allow for, for my body to you know, come back into a place of, of, of flexibility, of suppleness. And so I think yoga is a really great tool to incorporate during your integration. The other piece that I would recommend is I, for example, in my apartment, have surrounded myself with plants. And I know I talked about nature and getting out into nature. Many who are listening may live in an urban environment. I really recommend having something that you can care for. You know, being of service is phenomenal, obviously. I think once you've integrated, finding service activities. But in the in the immediate, uh, you know, few days after a ceremony, I'm very careful about who I surround myself with and what energies I'm around. But I find that caring for plants and doing overall housework, kind of really putting your house in order, uh, really taking the time to, to clean the house, to do a deep cleaning, to organize, to kind of take the Marie Kondo approach to cleaning your space. I think that physical cleaning has corollaries to the organization that we feel in our mind. And, and, and just those simple acts, you're, you're in your own space, but you're really... 
you're you're sort of in the physical world starting to put the pieces together that you've been graced and granted uh, in terms of insights during your your journey. So I think really cleaning, organizing, shedding things that don't serve you, which is, is in ostensibly psychologically what you're doing in a great ceremony. In a way, when you're in the in your apartment and you're kind of taking care of things, washing whether it be washing the dishes or watering the plants, it's a great way to to honor your space and also to take the time to kind of you know in the Buddhist sense they say chop wood, carry water to get back in the mundane activities, but in such a way that you're setting up your space uh, in a way like you're tending your garden and in tending your garden you're 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 allowing. The, the plants to flourish and allowing yourself to flourish. So I really recommend taking time to to water the plants and, and, and to clean your home. In addition, journaling. Journaling is is essential. You know, I spend the first probably hour of the day with my journal, reflecting back and, and really, you know, oftentimes in meditation or in my yoga, I will, I will have insights. And the journal is just an essential aspect of the integration process because we're putting, and I personally really love to journal, you know, pen and paper. Some people use computers, notes on their phone. But as much as you can reduce your your kind of blue screen time and really be in the analog world, I find it's so helpful. And the journaling is something not only can you go back and revisit after your your time, um, you know, some some weeks later when you may be forgetting some of the insights, but also it's just a great way to process through the, the, the multitude of insights that can be afforded to you during the course uh, of a plant medicine ceremony. So the other thing I recommend is taking the time to connect with others, perhaps others who were in um, your journey with you if you did a shared experience, or people you really trust, maybe who have a similar frame of reference. Sometimes it's helpful to share the experiences that you went through. Um, you know, this is where sharing circles uh, come in. But I think afterwards, really, once you've had time to process and sit with some of your your realizations, your reflections, speaking either with people who were at the ceremony with you or on a journey with you or um, who may have had uh, a multitude of experiences that are similar, those can be great people to connect with and process some of the material that you're, that you're moving through. So really recommend having uh, trusted companions that you really respect their opinion and, and, and speaking through some of your experiences with them really helps to integrate. Sometimes new insights come up. So highly recommend that. The other thing is in speaking with them as well as your journal, one of the things that I think is really valuable is to actually make a plan. So to think through some of the insights and how you can make them actionable in your life. Like what are the ways in which you're actually going to upgrade your life? What are the things that no longer serve you that you're going to release? What are the behaviors, the things that maybe you got insights on that you're going to plan moving forward? Perhaps it's that you're going to move into a more nourishing or healthy home. Perhaps it's um, that you are going to, you know, finally, you know, get that gym membership. Whatever it is, actually starting to put in some of the transformational activities scheduled in time so that you can start to map out ways in which to take these insights and make them actionable. 
Now, this doesn't mean I think you need to write out a to-do list of 100 different things, right? You're still very much in the interpretation, in the application. But if you do start to think think it through in a way that you can make it actionable, I think that's really beneficial. The other thing I would recommend is if you have a therapist or someone with whom you can relay these experiences and have um, context so that they can revisit it, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful way to have, for lack of a better term, accountability, you know, on, on some of these transformational changes that you're looking to make in your life. So I do recommend thinking through what are the actionable things you're going to do. For example, uh, during the course of my ceremony, I got that I get to write my mom a letter and I, and I did it the, the Monday after my, my ceremony and I, and I walked to the post office and I sent it. And that was a really big letter. And I definitely, had I not committed to doing it in that time, I likely would have postponed it and put it off. And so I think when you when you make plans and you make commitments in time, it really fosters a sense of moving forward and moving into a new chapter in life. And this can be a new era for you. So I highly recommend that you, that you take it seriously and you find ways to action some of your insights in time. Uh, I highly recommend that you eat well, that you're really conscious of what you put in your body. Oftentimes, there's a dieta or a diet before ceremony. I think it's it's equally important to think about what you're putting in your body afterwards. You know, oftentimes the the plants are still with you. Some some people say they stay with you for weeks, and so honoring, in my view, they they continue to provide you insights. Honoring your intuition around what feels right, what you're feeling called to, um, and. You know, I think as much as possible, putting just deeply nourishing foods in your system is is highly, highly recommended as you as you move through this this process. Um, to add to that, drinking tons of clean water. If you can get spring water, uh, filtered water, I use a big Berkey, um, and then I put in minerals. So I have upgraded minerals. I have LMNT. Those minerals, I think, really help to replenish your body after what what can be sometimes a taxing uh, ceremony. So really taking the time to to nourish yourself with with a lot of hydration and making sure that hydration sticks by reintroducing minerals back into your system. The next point is gratitude. I think being in in a state of gratitude, starting or ending your day or both with a gratitude process, thinking of five things you're grateful for, can keep your mind in a really beautiful way and also calls you towards that which you truly value. And I think that that can be really, really helpful. Um, I also recommend um, resetting your circadian rhythm. Uh, Oftentimes, uh, ceremonies, for example, can be all night. And so as soon as you can get the sooner you, I should say, you can get back into that rhythm uh, of of go, getting a regular uh, bedtime and wake time, the better. And the more sunsets and sunrises you can see, uh, I also think that that's the best possible way to reset that circadian rhythm. So as much as you can, try to tap back into, you know, the natural cycles and your natural cycles and. And, and really tap into how we as nature can attune ourselves to the natural world and the natural environment. And, and, and sleep is the final piece I want to mention. You know, sleep is when our brain, really our operating system is rebooted. 
And what, what a plant medicine ceremony, a psychedelic experience, whatever you want to call it, can be is, is a total reframe. But in order for that reframe to really become integral to your life, which is what integration is, you need to give yourself time to reboot your entire system. And so everything I've mentioned are tools that you can utilize to help that rebooting process. But I think sleep is probably the most integral because your subconscious, your unconscious mind is seeking to to rewire itself. You know, a lot of these plants can actually have neurogenitive properties. They they affect us, you know, on a, on a cellular level. They help us to to reorient and reframe. And the more we can sleep and get deep sleep, get quality REM sleep. Uh, I find, uh, you know, I have an aura ring, so I measure my sleep. I find for ceremony, actually, my deep sleep is enhanced. My REM sleep is enhanced. And if you haven't read Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep, I highly recommend you read that book. It's full of uh, incredible insights. But getting good quality rest, you know, um, using, you know, perhaps deep sleep music. I have a spa, playlist Spotify, turning off your Wi-Fi, your EMF, getting your room really dark, you know, taking a hot bath or a hot shower kind of to combine some of the tools I mentioned earlier uh, to cool your system as you go to bed and and closing with, you know, beautiful gratitude. These are all things I find to be super helpful. Now, this is not necessarily the definitive guide. I'm not a psychotherapist. You know, you should definitely, you know, delve into your own research and talk to your friends about what their most successful integration protocols are. But these are sort of the, the, the 12 that I find to be essential in any integration process and I think can be helpful for anyone listening. Uh, if you want to go ahead and leave a comment below with other tools that you use uh, for successful integration, I would appreciate it, and I'm sure the community would appreciate it. And again, you know, I think these journeys can be absolutely profound and life-changing, but the life-changing part isn't in the insights garnered. It's in our application of those insights into our lives. And so I'm wishing you guys a beautiful journey if you choose to delve down this road and and when you do i hope you put equal care into how you go about integrating as you do in getting excited for and and moving through your ecstatic experience you know the, the work starts really the moment after the ceremony uh, the ceremony, the journey is is the, the impetus and, and an incredible opportunity to have a conversation with the more. But the more only uh, comes to life when we honor it with offerings. And these offerings are, are, are the way in which we live our life. And so I think these 12 you know, tools can help you to live your life in a clear, clean, and beautiful way and to take your life to the next level. So wishing you guys well and sending you so much love.